Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex. Trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex. Good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex. The final fantasy. Welcome back to the Final Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, John. With me, again, as always, Josh, how you doing, pal? I'm good, John. Welcome to Rocktober. It's Rocktober, baby. Alex, how you doing, pal? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Love to hear it. We got some good energy today. Um, Yeah, so we've been... (laughs) Alex's eyes... I have good energy. He's got a very strange strange energy. Um, Yeah, we were... um, uh, spending the uh, good while getting ready after realizing why our last episode sounded like shit was because the brand new mixer that we bought, we weren't using it. We were recording unknowingly through the uh, the uh, internal speaker on our computer. And I was like, why is Josh so quiet? And it's like, well, maybe because he's furthest away from the internal <laughs> microphone on the computer. We'll blame it on producer Deborah. Yeah, Deborah really, she really dropped the ball again. Our producer is a cat and she is mad. She is violent. Violent, violent lady. Well, guys, uh, week four. Week four is in the books. Week four is in the books. Uh, any any good week four stories? Do you guys uh, get your – I know Josh at least got a win. I did uh, by a narrow margin. And, uh, yeah, got to wake up to football in foggy London town. Foggy London town. I honestly got – I woke up – like, I didn't even want to wake up at 7, but I woke up at 7. Uh, looked at I my forgot phone. that game was going on <laughs> yeah. at nine in the morning. Well, because Alvin Alvin Kamara was in and like you know supposedly good to go, and I just woke up at seven and I was like I wasn't even looking at my lineup to make changes. I was just like you know because I'm a psychopath who looks at my lineup constantly. And then I was like, oh shit, like he's out. I'm like I'm really glad. Oh, where would you guys fall on this? Because there's been a lot of conversations about this. Like I know Alex, you're no longer the uh, commissioner of our league. You uh, gave up the title. Um, if you were the commissioner in this Alvin Kamara situation, clearly he was in. I mean, cl- there was some, you know, stuff there. Latavius Murray getting, uh, you know, picked up from the practice squad. Would you allow a person to later, you know, if they're just like, hey, I didn't realize it. It's a London game. Would you be kind or would you think it's their job to like Wait, figure what it do out? You, for what do you mean? Like if they missed it and Alvin Kamara was still in their lineup hurt and they were just, you know, slept you through it. You missed it. Yeah, I Absolutely See, not. I would have a hard time saying no to that. I, I don't know. I mean, I'd put it up to a league vote. Also, if... speaking of some – as having had done that for years, it's a real pain in the ass yeah. to go in and switch stuff out. Yeah. I mean, I know, like, you know, it's tough for uh, – because that game here, I guess, started at 830 here. Yeah. But, like, you miss it, you miss it. Yeah. Too bad. I think that's that's probably the way I would lean to it. There was just a, a large fantasy Twitter debate about it. I don't know where I fall. I, I probably would do the like, eh, you know, clown you, leagues allowing people you, to sub. And I mean, players. like, you literally snooze. You. I, I feel like you only like uh, offer that if there's some sort of totally unforeseen circumstance. Just the fact that it was an early morning game. I mean, you knew that. Yeah. All year, anything could have happened for a game. True. Well, speaking of that London game, uh, the Saints and the Vikings. The Vikings did pull out the win at the end of that one. I, I honestly, Josh, I just gotta like Andy Dalton. Didn't look bad, right? I mean, he didn't look great. 20 of 28, yeah. 236, a touchdown. Do you think that he's a better start than Jameis Winston is moving forward? I mean, yeah, he's probably not going to make the huge bumbling mistakes that, that Winston is. But, I mean, Winston's been managing, you know, last season and, and the games that he played and early part of this season before I got injured. Of my uh, not turning the ball over, but well, uh, for a couple of those he did. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem with Winston. I mean, he's a better. Is he a better quarterback in by definition than Andy Dalton? Yeah, but he is always so volatile that it's. I mean, I don't. It's a hard choice to make because on paper you'd think, oh, Winston, no problem. But yeah, you know. Well, that was the thing. I mean, because what Josh you just said, he was doing a better job and clearly he has like the you know the broken back or whatever yeah so i mean i don't even know if if he's gonna play regardless this week or not but in the early goings you know first couple of games he was doing better about 
not turning the ball over. But I remember well, watching that Tamp was it that Tampa Bay game where they just got yeah smashed. But then it happened again in Carolina. I mean, yeah. so week one, two sixty nine, two touchdowns, no turnovers. Then week two, three interceptions to Tampa. Week three against Carolina, another two interceptions. I mean, he went from because yeah, I mean, I remember that week. It was the Tampa game because that that game was on, and and of course, anytime you know a commentator says something that a guy hasn't been doing, he immediately does. He's like, "You're doing a really good job not turning the ball over," and then he just <laughs> threw like three bonehead interceptions. I was like, "Well, here we go again." But yeah, five interceptions in weeks between weeks two and three to uh, four overall touchdown passes in that time frame. But, yeah, we'll have to see on old uh, famous Jameis. Uh, he is still questionable going to, like, back, ankle, hip. Like, the dude's, like, going to need, like, million-dollar man surgery at some point. <laughs> um, yeah, they, that one, they, it, the Saints game, like, honestly, like, any takeaway from you guys from that game? I honestly didn't watch much. Of <laughs> you it. did it. I, I didn't watched, watch any of it. I watched, I watched the highlights. Yeah, but. I watched the majority of it. I mean, Latavius Murray, who's now been signed to Denver's uh, active roster. Yeah. Um, Latavius Murray came in, big game. Uh, of course, you know my Alvin Kamara drafting is still uh, looming large on my nightmares. Um, but it is looking like he will be back. Looming large on my nightmares. Yeah, that one didn't. I was uh, I was trying to form a thought there and it just didn't didn't happen but um yeah Latavius Murray came in and looked pretty good you know I ended up having you know Mark Ingram in the start and he did nothing got hurt did come back and then did nothing (laughs) again yeah (laughs) but uh, because he was sitting at 29 yards and I was like all right all I need is one more yard just put him in for one more carry get one more yard and uh they did he literally got one more carry for one more yard and I was like yeah one more point but then they kept giving the ball I was like maybe Give him a couple more just to see what happens. So you watched this whole game? I did. So you'll have no problem this weekend staying up or getting up early. Yeah, no. Get I'm, some bangers and mash. Yeah, because <laughs> like that's what and I, with I, cheese because Wisconsin. Yeah, no, I figure it was be uh, Josh's full Spotable English. Spotable Gray, a full English. Full English doesn't sound like a breakfast. Cereal. It doesn't. Yeah, so I'll take the full English. Like please. something dirty. Yeah, it does sound like something dirty. I'll give Alex, I'll give you a full English, Alex. What's the, the game. what's now the London give you game? One first. What's this week's London? Uh, Packers and Giants. Yeah, Packers Giants. I, yeah. <laughs> Fun. Aaron Rodgers and <laughs> England. That's what well, we so the Packers wanted. are three and one now, and the Vikings are three and one, um, and they both don't look that good at being three. Yeah, and one. that's. I mean, the Vikings, especially the way they came out week one. Yeah. Since then, I mean. Obviously getting just beat to shit by Philly. And then, I mean, the Saints... Looking like they were getting blown out by Detroit and then coming back and somehow snatching... Yeah, against Detroit. the jaws of victory. And New Orleans. And New Orleans. And, like, because I was... Like I said, I watched the game and I'm like, Will Lutz hit that 60-yarder and then they got the shot at the 61. I'm like, man, if they... One more yard. He nails. He gets two 60-yarders in a game, man. I was like... And they didn't... But then then the game would have gone to overtime. I was like, does anyone really want this? I was like, (laughs) let's just get this over with. Uh, cause I like at that point I was like, Hey, maybe it goes to overtime. Mark Ingram gets more carries. I'm like, no, he won't. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'll get to watch Latavius Murray, who I literally did think about, think about, uh, picking up and starting. It's like, this year has been weird for me. Cause like, I, it's the worst season I think I've ever had with still a really decent roster, but it's just like all the decisions that I haven't made. It's like, normally I'm pretty like perceptive for my own roster, but it's just some, I don't know, just like not making hmm. some decisions. But um, It happens. You overthink yourself. Yeah. Well, this is how it's like underthinking. This time I'm yeah. just like, I'm trusting my gut, you know, and I'm just like, yeah, this Oof, is fine. Mistake. I know, right? But um, yeah, I don't know. That game was an interesting game. Uh, any uh, any uh, call outs? I believe we do need to talk about last Thursday night's game a little bit as well. Um, oh, the, uh, the, the brain splatting game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it was a pretty horrific injury watching it uh, live and they kept replaying uh him falling down smacking his yeah, head yeah they really like, liked showing that yeah, one. i mean most of that coaching staff should probably be fired yeah I mean, but they might be and then they fired the doctor that wasn't didn't work for the team yeah but, yeah because isn't my <laughs> so they fired a guy who didn't work for the team i think so i think he's like who did he get like fired from uh, neurologist. <laughs> exactly <laughs> he got fired from nothing yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, was it like Mike McDaniel or Mike? He's got one of those nicknames. I don't McCoy, 
I mean, he's kind of a Weasley-looking guy, but like his name's just like one of those coach names. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like it's McDaniel. Is that Maybe. his name? Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, like because they showed him before the season saying like, you know, I'll never put my players in a position to where they can get hurt or whatever, and then he immediately <laughs> does it. It's like, well, hey, here's the deal, man. If you get a concussion, we'll pull you out of the game and we'll do it right. Unless you're a star player, in which case, get back and out there. And we're three and oh. Yeah, yeah we're surprisingly pretty good. Ooh, then get your ass back out there, son. <laughs> Rub a little grass on it, huh? Rub it up. Uh, yeah, but the, <laughs> but the Dolphins did end up dropping that game to the Bengals. Yeah, and this has been kind of talked out all week. He is uh, officially out this week. Teddy Bridgewater is drawing that start. Uh, I would, you know, it's, it's tough. Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddell, the two wide receivers who honestly, like, couldn't be a worse fit. For Teddy Bridgewater, fantasy wise, I think if you have them, you still start them. I yeah, would just, I yeah. would just lower expectations a little bit. I mean, Tyreek Hill can do a lot with a little bit. So I yeah. mean, but you're not I mean, going to get the same Teddy area. Bridgewater is one of the probably top, I think, backups in the league. Yeah, year, I, so I would say that. But he's also a noodle arm choir boy. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. like, uh, he's not going to get the same amount of air yards that two is going to get. And with two guys whose whole game is just speed, just outrunning dudes. Yeah. It'll be interesting, you know. I do think it benefits Chase Edmonds. Yeah, and Gasecki and Edmonds, I think, are you know definitely in better positions. But I again, Waddle, Tyree Kill still still starts. Just I, I think that you got to lower that expectation a little bit for those two. Uh, any games that you guys were interested in this last week that you would like to discuss? I'm I'm handing it over, handing the reins over to you guys. I, I want to know what games you watch. What did you enjoy? Bills, Bills, Ravens, Cowboys, Commanders. Uh, that that crazy Seahawks Man, Lions that's game. Not a real, that's not a real team. Man. Oh yeah, sorry. I believe they're just called the football team. I watched the Sunday night game. Ooh. Uh, apparently, Tom Brady got hexed by TikTok witches. Yeah, explain. Um, so it was going around on Twitter today that Giselle Bunchen is a witch, hmm. in like a good way, <laughs> and all these stories, these very funny stories that I'd never read from like 2018 or 2019 came out about these pregame rituals that she makes Tom do. Yeah. And he's quoted as being like, I thought it was weird at first, but then I was like, oh, it's great. I love it. And it's like building an altar before each game. And like, she like does like, like predictions. Like apparently she predicted that he would lose the Super Bowl in 2015 or they wouldn't make it in 2015 and then win it the year before. But then she asked, I've, I've made you a good player into your 40s. Would you retire and spend some time with your children? And he went, eh. Yeah. <laughs> so now they're getting divorced, and it seems like the witches are trying out the life force on him. I don't know if you remember that picture yeah. where he looks very gaunt. He did look gaunt. He looked weird. Um, anyway, he yeah. didn't look bad in that game. They just played a better yeah. team. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Tom Brady, especially for fantasy like purposes, like they kind of let the reins off of him a little bit. Yeah. and opened up. I mean, because his numbers were just terrible coming in this game. But honestly... Yeah. I mean, well, it, it was a classic yeah. Chiefs early season game where if they get up on you big, eh, they'll let you drive down the field. And uh, I mean, they're not going to. Yeah, they don't really get worried about playing defense until around January. Well, I think it was more of a coaching thing on Tampa's standpoint, honestly, because I mean, they were just throwing the ball more. And yeah, they were throwing the ball and looked good doing only it. only until because yeah. I was playing. I lost my game this weekend, but I was I had held out some hope and uh the guy I was playing had Fournette, and I think I put on a movie with when there was like five minutes left in the game. Like I stopped watching the game toward the end of the fourth quarter, mm. and Fournette hadn't done anything um, because they had like in the first half Brady had like fifteen consecutive passes or something. Yeah. Like they just stopped. They were not handing the ball off at all, and then Fournette had a very late touchdown. Yeah, that might have also just been a reception. Um, so I it blew my chance. Anyway, but, um, mm. yeah, they were just throwing the ball the entire time. Well, I mean, it's just looking at Brady's stats, I mean, from the first, you know, few games, I mean, he hadn't hit over 200 yards in a game, like barely. I mean, week one, week two, barely over 190, week two, 385 and three touchdowns, which was how, you know, we'd one touchdown in every game up to that point. I mean, if they, if they just, yeah. you know, take the chains off and let this dude go, I mean, like he's definitely like, I think fantasy starter the rest of the way. I mean, it was looking, yeah. he was looking, maybe he hired long. a priest. Yeah. Yeah. Exercise it. 
I mean, he does a lot of exercising. What he needed was a little exorcising. Very good. I could say. Happy anyone? Halloween, folks. <laughs> well, that'll be it for this episode of the Final Fantasy. <laughs> nope, you're not done yet, Al. Out of here. You're not Skrr. done yet. Well, guys, uh, you know, we, we're doing the recaps and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, there were some crazy games, but there was also, it's like, you know, we're, we're a fantasy podcast. Uh, right now, you know, we're, we're five weeks, you know, about to be five weeks into the season. Um, any like buys and sells right now, you know, you, none of our teams are looking all that hot. Josh, you've got your two and two, one and three, and I'm sitting at yeah. zero and four. Like, what moves? What if you would have told me that I would have a better record than you four weeks into the season, I would have been pretty happy. Yeah, <laughs> another <laughs> monkey's paws. Right <laughs> Where any time, yeah, you get the wish. It's usually like, oh, you'll get it, but it's there's <laughs> there's definitely a catch. But what players are Boon you? No. What players are you looking? Are are do you think are good like buy low candidates right now at this moment, um, Josh? Well, I, I do have one uh, buy low, semi buy low candidate, uh, and that that'd be Brees Hall. Um, yeah. For me, uh, I think he's going to. I mean, he already has kind of taken over that backfield, and what's I think most valuable to me is the targets that he's getting. Uh, and the passing work. Um, and, you know, he just hasn't had that big blow-up game yet, but I think that game is coming pretty soon. And the Jets' offense hasn't looked nearly as terrible as they did last year. So, um, for me, Brees Hall's a guy that I'd be looking to try to buy low on for sure. Um, I think another buy low guy would be um, Najee Harris. Um, I think they're going to have some struggles uh, with – acclimating Kenny Pickett into the system but I think long term they have some good matchups uh, after they get past the Bills yeah um and I just think can't be worse than he's had with Mitch Trubisky so I mean yeah I mean honestly I think Kenny Pickett opens this thing up that's the problem I mean Najee Harris has just been banging his head against you know like you know eight man fronts for four weeks and that's why you, yeah. you the, the the volumes there which you love to see but four straight weeks of volume with no you know outcome but i do think that that'll open because i mean now george pickens you know yeah. finally kenny pickett's in george pickens for me is a buy he's a buy low right now i mean this dude i had a great week last week i mean i think this I, it, kenny pickett's good for this team i think overall i mean he's gonna have some struggles three turnovers in that game but i i totally agree with the Najee harris one alex you got anybody um you want somebody to buy low on yeah well, none of that would be crazy. And I still think it, this may not work for the exercise because I think a lot of people still have him, but I like Alvin Kamara right now. Um, I think he's got uh, fresh legs, and um, I don't think that he will be significantly more impacted uh, by this injury later on in the year. So I think that a lot you might, you might get – I mean, he's owned in a lot of leagues by most teams, but I think you might get a um, – yeah, I think you could get definitely some, get some easy value for him. Yeah, with a trade, I think that you could yeah. now, especially missing a couple of games. And I think it would help you come yeah. Thanksgiving time. I agree a hundred percent on uh, Alvin Kamara. Also, um, I mean, it's Alvin Kamara. You know, it's it's one of those. It's you know the, the injuries. You know, they sat him out last week, which I mean, that hurt. You know, if he had the ability to play, it, it did hurt if you owned him. But it's another week. It's a rib injury. You know, those are tough to tell. It's all pain yeah. management. Well, he week. was in mourning over the queen. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's hard to it's hard to play whenever you're sad I can't like that. They even let him play. I know they should have just you know <laughs> called it off, played on uh, either Saturday or Monday. Honestly, not not on the Lord's Day. No, but, uh, no, but Alvin Kamara, I do think uh, right now is a, is a solid trade. Uh, you know, trade a buy low candidate right now. I mean, I think that you could get him in your league at a discounted rate. Um, for me, the number one guy is Joe Mixon. He he's the buy low candidate of all time. Like I don't know the it's just the opportunities there. It's 24, you know, you're getting 24 touches a game. Yeah. It's there. They're not going away from him. Eventually it's going to pop off. You know, that's that's why I think you know right now Joe Mixon's sitting there. I think that's a really really solid solid pickup. James Conner I like a lot too. Honestly, I really really like James Conner. <sighs> Guys. And you know what the, the worst part about that is is the Two of those guys are on my roster, <laughs> like, <laughs> so, and that's the hard part. You know, you I, mean, your wish. I know, like my my roster, like because I still look at it. I'm like, this is a good team. You know, this is not a bad team. 
little you know uh, you know the romeo dobbs pickup i think was big and playing him that's what that's worked out really well um but it's just like i you have Mixon, you have kamara you want to trade them but like i i just i don't think that they're like completely done you know i think that they still are going to give some value later on if i go on five and eh, then maybe we're looking a little bit different but um yeah. but yeah no um that'll roll us into another let me get... <clears throat> oh yeah what's up in let me ask you real quick. Yeah. Um, along similar lines, what do you think about a guy on my team who has not looked good so far? Do you think I should – it's time to – would you buy low on him or sell him now? Or I'm um, talking about George Kittle. Honestly, I would personally. I mean, what is – the most worrisome you thing – You personally which? I would, I would try and trade for him. Because it's George Kittle. Again, he's a star. Yeah. The one thing that does worry me a little bit with George Kittle is the fact that Garoppolo's in. And he's still not really getting that – he's still not really getting the targets. I mean, he had, didn't really do anything last week. It had the 20-yard gain late and then the touchdown that was called back. But Trent Williams was hurt as well. And George Kittle is a great blocker. So I do think he was in on you know being held in to block more last week which did hurt, you know, his overall ability to, you know, produce as far as a receiver's concerned. But, I mean, the dude's really talented. He's a great he's a great tight end. Like, this would be a time, I think, to buy. I If I had him, I would personally hold. I would hold if I had him. Kind of the same situation with Darren Waller. Darren Waller right now, for me, is another buy-low candidate. Um, just, like, the, the targets aren't really there. but Or the target share is there. It's just, like, the production hasn't been there. I think that'll turn around, though. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, uh, I think you may have noticed um, there hasn't been a lot of, like, knocking coming from the floor. You haven't heard a lot of, like, ruckus coming from the basement. Yeah. You know why? Austin Eckler broke out. Yeah. He broke out. Good for him. I didn't see it coming. But the, the He put on roller skates. He said after the game he was coming back to kill you. you know? <laughs> was a no. hammer on the table. Was that to fit That's, him off? Yeah, I was just, like, <laughs> just keeping the hammer around just in case Dawson Eckler comes back. He and said I, he'll be seeing you real soon. Yeah, um, I don't know. He, like, he laughed maniacally. Well, I mean, and he was carrying, he was just standing out. I saw him uh, yesterday in the street. The street lamp like flicked on. and then he Was, was he just, doing the smile from the well, movie Smile? He was dressed up like Jeff Jarrett from like WCW and he was just like <laughs> patting a, a guitar on one hand uh, which was weird and then the light flicked off again and then back on and he was gone so i was like well that's clearly not a problem i'll forget about this ever happening Oops, he's gone <laughs> yeah whoo that was close that was a close one boys close one but yeah no he uh he escaped the panic room but uh, there's some other guys there's some other guys baby uh josh i want to open the door okay i want to open the door of the panic room <laughs> open it up uh, <laughs> i'm gonna start and the door's always open, so just so you know. <laughs> there, the, the main door is always open just because I like the airflow. The cell, I mean... That's wasting energy, John. The cell door, I mean, the regular doors to their rooms are are always closed. Is the panic room paying to heat the whole neighborhood? Um, Yes and no. Or cool it? I don't cool it. it. Well, it depends. Now it's like getting into fall time. Ooh, fall. Curl up with a, a blanket. A book? A book. <laughs> curl it, wrap yourself up with a nice book. Alan Robinson. This Sunday. Uh, curl yeah. up with a book. Alan Robinson. No, <laughs> Alan Robinson. He's, he's really made himself at home down there. Yeah, dude. He doesn't, he doesn't make a peep. Like, honestly, yeah. as long as I bring him water and stuff and some food, he's fine. Yeah. Still likes it better than Chicago? I mean, there's actually a kitchen down. I just let him wander around. I try to let him out. He's like, nah, I'm fine. So. Yeah. He's still down there. Uh, but, Josh, uh, we're going to start with your team, okay. which uh, between the three of our teams, there's, uh, there's a few pick. guys to go around. Uh, Kyle Pitts. Oh, Kyle, man. old pity. Oh, oh. Um, so <laughs> weeks one and two, not great. Uh, some decent targets week one, but didn't do a lot with them. The targets plummeted week two. Uh, week three, kind of, you know, kind of broke out. Eight targets, five catches, 87 yards. This week, four targets, one catch, 25 yards. Hasn't been the best season uh, so far through one season and four games. Still only scored that one touchdown. Josh, are we throwing Kyle Pitts in the panic room? Well, I mean, and don't we like don't are... like go easy on these guys. Yeah, the thing is, is like I think the panic room is reserved. <laughs> we pay their salaries. God damn it! <laughs> the panic room is reserved. my tax dollars going to that panic room. <laughs> 
<laughs> Alex is specifically. I've been uh, that account I created John for the podcast. John keeps raising his, my taxes. Yeah, I have that ability. Yeah, we're we're putting out or Kyle Pitts in the panic room, and we're putting Arthur Smith in there with him. Arthur Smith deserves to be in there regardless. Yeah, yeah I mean, like just, just you know, lock we'll throw Marcus Mariota in there. Throw away the key. I mean, honestly, Aren't they three and one. Uh, no, they're two and two. Two and two, yeah, yeah. they're two and two. I mean, they, there's the Rams game, they, they could have won. I but... saw they have the easiest schedule remaining in the NFL. Yeah, I'm sure they... they'll still find some way to mess that up. Yeah, yeah, Mariota, I think, can go in there, too. Let's just, like, set aside, now that Cordell Patterson's hurt, let's put the entire offense in there. Yeah. I have that well, conference room yeah. down there. Cordell, you, he, he, I don't know, he can go in for a bit. But, I mean, the problem with owning Kyle Pitts is really that, like, you're – almost just forced to keep starting him yeah because you know there's probably not much better options on your waiver wire and you know the minute you put him on your bench he's just gonna pop yeah, off on you that's the thing with him honestly <laughs> it's the most fu- frustrating the same, type of player same experience last year yeah it's just yeah. like it's tough man it's yeah because so yeah it's <sighs> almost like not fair to put him in the panic room because of that but yeah I'm, I'm gonna have to mm. Sorry, I just took a drink of water. And ho- in the hopes that he turns things around. But. Well, he's in there for now. Alex, we're going to go over to your roster. And I don't know if you know who I'm going to ask about because there's a couple here. We just well, talked. couldn't be either the, the person I drafted first at running back or the quarterback that I drafted first because they're both done for the year. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> they're not in the panic room. They're in the infirmary. And we don't like hurt people in the panic room because, you know, it's kind of really gross. It brings the mood down. Yeah, yeah, it really brings the mood down in there. Aww. Well, Alex, we're going to talk about not the dude you drafted third because I think Travis Etienne, again, just like Allen Robinson, has just made, us, made a home down there. But we're going to talk about the guy you drafted with your fourth pick, Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, it's, week, like, it's like he wants to go to the panic. Yeah. Week, so week one, he got in the end zone. You know, that's good. 50 yards, touchdown. Uh, the next week, you know, 75 yards on eight targets. You like that. Nine targets week three and finally cracked the century mark. Last week against Dallas, six targets, two receptions, 15 yards. Um, it, it, the uh, this is hard because like the, their deep game is just not that great with Carson. Carson no, Wentz is just, Carson Wentz is just never going to get back to form. He's always going to be just like a middle of the road, yeah. Probably like worse than Matt Ryan, late career Matt Ryan quarterback. Um, but like with Curtis Samuel kind of taking up a lot of these, um, a lot of these targets, are you throwing Terry McLaurin in the panic room? Yes. Um, I was sort of quietly leading him into the panic room last week, mm. and I was going to play Devonna Smith, who's also a guy who loves to want to go to the panic room. Mm. I he was does, going to yeah. replace uh, McLaurin with Smith last week, but Amon Ra got hurt, so I had to play both of them, and they both, I believe, matched each other's scores with 2.5. Yeah, it's eight. so yeah. I if. My, all my other receivers are healthy. I am sitting McLaurin, and he is firmly in his gaming chair in the panic room his as ga- of now. His gaming chair? I can't afford gaming chairs for all of them. He brought it from home. Oh, he did brought it from Okay. He did brought it. He did brought it. <laughs> he did brought it from he home. He did then brought it. Ooh, baby. Well, guys, uh, you know, the panic room is big. Massive. Uh, you know that scene in like uh, that Indiana Jones when they say it like the Indiana, Indiana Jones, yeah, Indiana jo- Indiana Jones. Oh, that scene in Indiana Jones is <laughs> the lady Indiana, uh, his sister Indiana Jones and Indiana uh, Jones. Both of their names were uh, yeah. were uh, their first name uh, was Jones, like uh, Jonesy the cat from uh, Alien. It's Indiana Jones, Indiana <laughs> Jones, Indiana Jones. <laughs> Josh, I'm going to go back to you for this last one. All right. Um. Like, this has been a weird season for running backs. I think we're going to see uh, – and b- before we get to this last guy, next year's drafts, like, there's – I feel like there's just going to be kind of a seismic shift in how people draft. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it's going to be – you know, since we've been playing this game, you know, there's always been a wide receiver, you know, who's good enough to go in the first – I mean, Calvin Johnson was in his uh, in his prime – uh, Tyree Kill, you know, for a couple years, you know, was going – you know, I think – Definitely, but it's always like, been drafting. Yeah, conventionalism is always mostly running backs, maybe one receiver. Yeah, in the first round, and, but that's going away. Yeah, I most think, teams do the the um you know 
the committee now. Yeah, I think you're gonna see and injuries just yeah. you know so many injuries to guys. It just makes it their shelf life that much uh, fleeting. Yeah, it's it's I, it's gonna be interesting to see next year. Um, I mean, do you think there's going to be? This is on another podcast they were talking about. Like, do you think they'll the last Hall of Fame running back has already been drafted and played in the NFL? I mean, it's possible. I mean, I, yeah, look I now. <clears throat> I mean, the shelf like the shelf life is. is yeah. I mean, who's playing right now that will that running back that will go to the Hall of Fame? Henry probably. I mean, yeah, Henry. I think um, for sure. I don't know if McCaffrey's done enough, especially yeah, recently with the be, injuries. He'd be, up there. Up there. I mean, yeah. And Peterson's retired, right? Yeah, Peterson yeah. is. I think he still wants to play, but yeah. which I'm like, okay, dude. But didn't he have a boxing match with like Le'Veon Bell or something? Could be. Yeah. Um, and, and again, and Lex, well, let's get this last guy here in the panic room. Uh, Matt Stafford, Josh, uh, mm-hmm. before, because this is actually well, a good conversation. Don't, don't lock that door quite yet because I got one for you. Oh, you but, got one too? Hit me with. Uh, so we got Matt Stafford. Uh, the last couple weeks have not been great. Uh, under 10 points, three out of four games so far this season. Uh, now a tough matchup against uh, a really good Dallas defense. Uh, so far this season, four touchdowns, uh, both in the first two weeks to six interceptions. And he did have a nice little fumble there this last week. Uh, how are we feeling? Uh, I personally, as my... Victor, I mean, in, I mean, guests, uh, I'm, 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 I'm throwing them in. I'm throwing them in with a Rob. I think that they need to get some time yeah. together to really focus on their relationship. Have some brunches together. You Just know? tell yeah. me shooting a commercial and hope yeah. you scurry on down there. It's like you know, you get San Francisco, Dallas next week, Carolina. You know, should be an up. And again, this is another. This is this Rams team. You know, they could just as easily swing it back up, win eleven games, and come in and. You know, what are they now? One and three or two and three? Uh, two and two. two and two. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you get San Francisco again, week eight, Tampa in week nine. I mean, this is not an easy schedule, especially with you know, you know, you're seeing Seattle play well with Geno Smith. Does that last? But for me, right now, Matt Stafford, him and Allen Robinson are throw them down, throw them down the hole. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean put them in their nice room in the panic room. It's not I, I do think they'll chair. figure mm-hmm. some things out on offense. I mean, Stafford's problem is he just fixates on Cup. I mean, he did the same thing when he was in Detroit with and how Calvin can you not? With wow. Megatron. <laughs> Badass. Ooh. But it's like his progressions are Cup, uh, Higby, and if Higby's not open, take a sack. Yeah, you know? pretty much. Yeah, because <laughs> like being a Tyler Higby owner last season, I'm like, where was this last year? He never threw to Higby last season. He was always like the <laughs> fifth dude in the rotation. Now Tyler Higby's blowing up. Uh, yeah, it's, I would agree with that entirely. Doc, you said you had one more person? I do, since you've uh, picked guys on our teams. I got a guy for you on your team. Um, DJ, DJ Moore. Uh, I'll, I'll throw this to Alex. Yeah, um, go for it. DJ Moore. Uh, I think he's eclipsed uh, double digits in fantasy only one time this season. Mm-hmm. Um, not living up to probably where you drafted him. Uh, yeah. Where did, and well, let's take a look at the board Let's, over let's there. go to the big where board. Where did DJ Moore get picked? Let's see. Um, well, I guess. Fourth yeah. round by, by our dear friend John. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. So, um, Baker Mayfield has been mm, Baker. He's been his normal self. Yeah, and it and he looks Butcher like Baker shit. candlestick interception maker. Uh, <laughs> Tinker uh, Taylor Baker Mayfield. Jo- or Alex, how, how do you how do you feel about DJ Moore? You think he'll turn it around, or are you tossing him in the old panic room? Ooh, I would put him in the panic room. I mean, maybe. <sighs> sorry about that, guys. I had to run door. down to the panic uh, room uh, really uh, quick. Uh, I was talking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Continue. Uh, I would put him in the panic room for now. Who are we talking maybe... about? Sorry, I DJ Moore. <laughs> okay, continue. What do you think, John? Panic room or no? I'll finish your thought. I'm, I've finished it. You go ahead. Throw him in there. Throw him in there. Lock lock him up. Throw away the key. You were gonna say lock the key. Lock the key. Lock the key in there with him. Lock away the key. It only opens from the outside, so it doesn't matter. Who John, has do you the... do you have hope that maybe Sam Darnold takes back the starting reins and that turns oh, things around? I don't or... believe. What was Sam Darnold's injury? It... I believe he was it at ACL. Was it kissing again? Um, I think <laughs> he just, he's eligible to come back. He just loves in a kissing. couple weeks. Let me see here. 
Well, I just read a yeah, Bleacher Report just posted a story that said yeah. Panthers Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold not close to return from injury. <laughs> well, I stand <laughs> and then corrected. Followed up with will be a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally the opposite of what you said. Oh, it was an so, ankle injury, but it wasn't an ACL. Right. But I think it was a high ankle sprain. But I mean, yeah. what do you gain? I mean, he did look better last year with Sam Darnold, but it's still Sam Darnold. Like, come on, man. Yeah, but Baker. I mean, oh, he looks terrible. He I looks mean, bad. This is his last stop, man. And I mean, these teams like he's been in some competitive games this season. Well, with the exception of last week, but um, yeah, no Mayfield's cash. Like I, I always wonder. It's like maybe it was you know, you know he's. The changing in coaches all the time in Cleveland. Yeah. Or, Cleveland's a, not a great organization. Because he used to be kind to of fun. And for that matter, neither is Carolina that much. But like he used to like take chances and throw the ball yeah. downfield. Now it's just like you get some interceptions. Like he doesn't even try anymore. I'm like, well, they said he was. I mean, I remember when coming out of college, he was supposed to be Brett Favre. Yeah. Um, Real gunslinger. And yeah, well, and that he would take chances and be very exciting, and yeah. he might turn the ball over a lot, but or more than you'd like, but like would be. No, he's just turning the ball. Yeah, like if you like, you know, if he were to, I don't know, come across like a fund, oh, like a whale whaleflower fund. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like maybe he, you know, takes some chances. Well, looks a like the old gunslinger's going to prison. <laughs> but no, DJ Moore. Yes, I am. I am throwing him in. Yeah. And locked. To be fair, I don't know what kind of frauds Baker Mayfield has committed on. Oh, I mean, he's in a, any of the states he makes. He's a well-to-do, well-to-do, affluent white man. Do you think he's still mowing the lawn that there in Cleveland? He still goes up and does it. Do you think him and Alice Cooper asking, still? Him and Alice does? Cooper still see each other? I mean, oh, I, I hope so. When they had to like you know exchange things when he lives in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I love how the only person at the Rock and Roll was just Alice Cooper. It's like, oh hey, let's not. I live here. Yeah, <laughs> cool. I'm leaving now. Uh, but yeah, guys, we, we you know we got a full full table. You know, Austin Eckler not being down there, we actually kind of were getting along until he decided he wanted to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Time. But yeah, I'm looking down at Allen Robinson right now, and he is just staring at a wall. Nothing. <laughs> just just dead eyes. <laughs> I really need to go. I just, I, you know, I'm just going to close this vent. I, just, I like it open because, again, I like the airflow, but it's just close depressing. It. Go ahead and close it. It's just depressing. Close it. Wow, that made a lot more noise. That was than very, that that's was a, very loud. Got to put some WD forty on that. <laughs> WD forty. <laughs> well, that will uh, we'll we'll close up the panic room with that. Um, but yeah, uh, before we uh, take a take a break here, but it, just a little bit, but you know, we kind of we kind of went into a thought and then <laughs> went into another thought. But yeah, I mean, it is going to be weird, like the you know Cooper Cup definitely. Like, as I'm looking at my team right now, and I'm like, man, if I would have been smart and drafted Cooper Cup, and then followed that up with Lamar Jackson, and then followed that up with Mark Andrews, you know, I'd be sitting pretty. But you know, it's just one of those things. Like, I don't know. I I, I just do. I don't see the yeah, the first pick, second pick, because I mean, who who next year, especially Jonathan Taylor with this injury? I know it's not. It's an ankle. It wasn't high ankle, so not terrible. I don't think it's going to keep him up multiple weeks, but. He hasn't looked all that great up yeah. until now. I mean, who it's still. I mean, again, it's still a long season. Mm-hmm. We're only four weeks in. Yeah, but but having a wide receiver, yeah. a big play wide receiver, has been. I mean, for the teams, despite in our league specifically, um, I mean that's been huge. The teams that are up top have that guy. Well, and now that like the, I mean, I wouldn't. I still wouldn't argue for drafting a quarterback first. But like now with the top four or five guys that could do everything with their arm and legs yeah. like that becomes much more of a of a valuable like to get one of those top guys early yeah. on that's much has much more value than it used to true yeah and yeah before yeah because we're we are gonna we're gonna cut it off here and uh come back with starts and sits but yeah another uh, just another buy low candidate is jamar chase right now mm-hmm. i i do see that i do see that turning around He's getting a lot of the double teams. T. Higgins is definitely benefiting from that. But it's, you know, I, I definitely see that turning around. There are some fun trades. And I'm glad our league has definitely been more. I mean, it's definitely got the trades have become more of a thing in recent years. But this year, I think this is going to be a year when you're just you're just going to have to. I mean, the lucky teams in our league were the ones who were drafting Clyde edwards helaire in the sixth round. <laughs> and uh, not the guy who was taking, you know. Uh, Jonathan Taylor and you know Nick Chubb won too. I mean Chubb's been fine, obviously. But yeah, if you stopped right now, Nick Chubb's probably the back you want to own. Saquon Barkley, yeah. Nick Chubb, yeah. guys who you were getting in the second round. Strange season, strange season, fun game. Well, we are going to take a quick break. Uh, we will be right back with uh, some starties and some cities. The final fantasy. 
and we are back uh guys and i've loved this new format for starts and sets so much that we're gonna keep it rolling we're just gonna keep it going and uh and have some fun with it you know it's you know it's just, it was just me talking and as much as i love to hear my own voice mm-hmm. which i do I know that you guys also like to hear your own voices. And I, really I don't. No. I, no, you guys love it. Like, Alex, you just blather on all the time. I mean, that's time. true. You never shut up. So, I mean, this is I perfect. don't like hearing my voice. In fact, this is my last episode. <laughs> well, I mean, you never listen to the episode, so you've never actually had to. That's hear. true. That's how I keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. So, just don't. Just keep not listening. You know, you know what, John? If you insist. <laughs> I will try. Well, guys, we are going to start with quarterbacks this week. Uh, my start of the week uh, is going to be Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow versus the uh, Ravens this week. Slow start for Burrow, but it's happening. You know, it's, it's starting to move. Had a you know great game versus that Dolphins defense, which had been you know really really good. Um, more than twenty fantasy points in each of the past two weeks. Over two hundred and seventy five right. passing yards, and now three straight and two touchdowns. At least two touchdowns in three of the last four games. And this is a Baltimore defense that has not been great against opposing arms this season. They are exploitable. Uh, Joe Burrow's a start for me. Josh, who you got? Uh, uh, John, I forgot your name. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got uh, the old uh, uh, man himself, Tom Brady. I think he's going to break the witch's curse against Atlanta. Um, and I like that they're I mean, letting letting him air it out. I don't know? know if there's a witch's curse like good enough. So you just, I mean, I think you still beat Atlanta even if you are cursed by witches. Well, that is what breaks the witch's curse. Oh, it's, it's oh playing, Atlanta. playing Atlanta breaks yeah. the witch's curse. Giselle didn't think of that one. Ah, damn, poor Giselle. Uh, Alex, who you got, baby? Um, I will take, shockingly enough, as Trey Edmund would call him, Mr. Jared Golf against New England. Jared Golf. Uh, I, you know, the Lions have been as disappointing as one would expect, but honestly, so have the Patriots. I think this is a interesting game for Goff and the team itself to might be a tasty little uh, little stream if you want to. A little tasty. Jared Goff. Tasty stream. Tasty, tasty Tee stream. This the offense. And Jared Goff is fast approaching week in, week out status, man. Like, and I know yeah. we say the moment we say, so I just witches cursed to Jared Goff, so now he'll just go back to being, you know. Fool. Shitty or whatever. Uh, well, guys, my sit of the week, as much as it pains me to do so this week, is Aaron Rodgers uh, against the New York Giants. Um, so I, I still think the Packers win this game. But Rodgers this season hasn't scored uh, over 17 fantasy points in a game this season. He hasn't gone over 300. He hasn't even gone over 260 passing yards um, or thrown for more than two touchdowns in a game, which is tough. Uh, The rushing yardage that he did have, you know, like in the early career, that's gone now. I, it's just not happening. I did. They're they're running the ball a lot more with this offense uh, until they get those wide receivers in line. Um, I am sitting Aaron Rodgers this week. Josh, John, I am sitting Kenny Pickett uh, on the road against Buffalo. I just think that defense is really good and not the defense I would want to be starting a rookie quarterback against. So yeah, I'm sitting old Kenny P. Old KP. Josh, or, hours. I said Josh again. Alex, who you got? Who am I sitting? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and sit Geno Smith this week against the Saints. Um, Seattle has been a very fun story, even though they beat the Lions, but they're, you know, good for Geno Smith. We all, I mean, I've always liked him. He's had, had a nice little underrated career. It's nice to see him doing well as a starter, but I wouldn't play him this week in the Dome against the Saints. Uh, leave him on your bench this week. Leave him on your bench. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, guys, uh, start of the week this week at uh, running back for me. Jonathan Taylor is hurt. I am plugging in Naeem Hines, and I am feeling good about it. Uh, Going to have a bigger workload. Um, he's great in the passing game. Can can obviously take over and do and do the work against this uh this Broncos defense, I am plugging in Naheem Hines, and I am feeling real good about it. Uh, this week, I am sitting, though, I'm sitting Michael Carter. Uh, Brees Hall seems to have got his hands on that uh, on that backfield now. Uh, Hall played 67% of the snaps, uh, 17 carries, 3 targets, and the goal line work. 
Carter, uh, 43%, nine carries, three targets. Uh, Michael Carter, I think, is fast approaching being safely stashed on your bench as a handcuff for Brees Hall. Josh, who are you starting? Who are you setting? I am starting Josh Jacobs against Kansas City. I think that's going to be a fairly high-scoring game. Um, and, you know, he's been a bright spot uh, in terms of uh, fantasy, um, in terms of where you probably drafted him, currently a top 10 running back. He's a guy, going back to what you were saying earlier, that I wish I would have drafted. Yeah. And uh, I, I remember passing over because I'm like, I don't know that he's going to get the looks this year. You know, we all I, we all wrote him off. He didn't. Biffed on that big time. Yeah, I mean, it's well then because I remember b- before we drafted, uh, Kenyon Drake was still on that team. Right after we drafted, Kenyon Drake gets cut, and they're like, okay, you know, they passed on his fifth year option, so they're doing what they do. They're what with running backs when you aren't going to resign them, you run them, run them ragged. Yep. And man, he is having a game. Uh, he was on the bench of the person who uh, drafted him this week, uh, last <laughs> week, though, sadly. Um, which, yeah, that's a tough call, but. Yeah, I like Joshy Boy. Joshy Boy, who are you sitting? I'm sitting uh, Tyler Algier Ooh, uh, going Algier. up against Tampa Bay. I think that run defense is still good. Um, and I just haven't seen him yet to have the, con- you know, enough out of him yet to have the confidence uh, to start him. Uh, against a good defense so i'm sitting him this week uh against old tampa tom old tampa tom alex running backs who you starting who you sitting uh i'm gonna go ahead and start james robinson for the jaguars against if i'm reading correctly i believe the only winless team in the nfl the houston texans yeah because um, they had the tie right against the colts yeah, yeah i believe so yeah, weird. There's only one undefeated and only one winless. Uh-huh. Yeah, usually there's a few. They're pretty yeah. pathetic over there and down there in Houston. So I'm going to uh, pick Robinson to have a nice afternoon. I'm going to sit a guy. I actually picked him up today because I'm interested after losing uh, my second pick, who was Denver's running back, Giovanni Williams. Mm-hmm. I also have Melvin Gordon, which I got because I wanted to be clever and be uh, – so I'm starting – in my league, I'm not recommending this. I'm starting Melvin Gordon. My sit of the week is Mike Boone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you got to take a look to see how yeah how that's going to shake out. I think Mike Boone is definitely rosterable. He's not a bad idea to pick yeah, up right at now. At this point, I think he's I definitely rosterable. But yeah, not not in that flex territory for me quite yeah. yet. Uh, wide receivers, guys. Uh, we have. Uh, this one's tough. Uh, I am going to go with uh, CeeDee Lamb this week as my start of the week at wide receiver. Um, he's been put – like Cooper Rush, you know, it's it's one of those situations you think you're going to uh, lose that, you know, kind of star power when you lose Dak Prescott. He's putting up the numbers with Cooper Rush, man. Touchdown in two straight games, 31 targets uh, in those three starts by uh, Cooper Rush. Um, Dak Prescott will be back at some point in time, and we, you know – we all loved C.D. Lamb with Dak Prescott, so I'd say keep it going. Uh, he's going to get those targets. Uh, the Rams have also been really bad against receivers this season. Uh, around 50 points per game to wide receivers, second most in the NFL. Plug in C.D. Lamb, feel comfortable. Uh, this week, I am sitting Michael Gallup, on the other hand. Uh, he did come back in week four, did get that touchdown. Um, 61% of the snaps, which was third most. Um, three targets, two catches uh, for 24 yards. The touchdown definitely helped those numbers and kind of bumped that up a little bit. Um, great showing, you know, coming out, coming back from the from the injury. So, I mean, you love to see that. Um, still limited action for me. Um, better matchup on paper last week than this week. I'm sitting Michael Gallup. Josh, who are you starting? Who are you sitting? John, I'm starting uh, Curtis Samuel uh, against Tennessee. Um, had a little bit of a down. <laughs> that was weird. I'm going to had a couple down weeks after a really hot start to the season, but uh, I think he bounces back uh, against Tennessee this week. Um, you want me to sit, too? Yeah, I want your sit. You want me to sit? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sitting Elijah Moore um, going up against Miami. Um, you know, I think Miami's got a good defense, but it's become the Garrett Wilson show, I think, uh, there in uh, – for the Jets, yeah, um, Jets. and you know he's he's maybe a panic room candidate next week. So we'll Elijah, see. Prove me wrong. I saw him sitting prove in the parking lot. I saw him Elijah. sitting in the parking lot earlier. Alex, uh, wide receiver. So you starting? Who you sitting? I'm gonna go ahead and start Godwin against the Falcons, as we've talked about already. I think that's 
pretty much a gimme for that whole offense. Yeah. And I think they're going to be throwing the ball as much as they were last week. But instead of being down the whole time, I think they have a pretty nice afternoon ahead of them. So I'm starting Godwin. I'm sitting DJ Moore for reasons we also talked about when the panic room. I can hear him faintly from the panic room. I am keeping him on the bench against a pretty good San Francisco defense. Like it, like it, love it, love it. Uh, tight ends this week, guys. I'm starting Gerald Everett, both uh, for my start of the week and actually on my team. Um, huge game last week, 5-6 targets, 61 yards, and a touchdown. A um, little bit of a drag there in week three, but still definitely there. Six targets in three straight games. Red zone targets, which you love to see. Keenan Allen is coming back from injury, so that might affect that target share a little bit, but I st- Herbert seems to really feel comfortable throwing him the ball. I'm starting Gerald Everett in all formats. Uh, the, my sit of the week, I hate to do it. The guy, you know, he comes on every once in a while. Mo Alley Cox, I'm sitting. Big game in week four. Big, big game. Uh, 26, around 26 points. Um, six targets. He caught all of them. 85 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, season highs for him. Uh, he Right now, you know, more catches, yards than any of his three seasons combined actually through through four games right here so i think definitely a guy to pick up a guy to look at um if you need a tight end um but right now tough broncos matchup um i'm not feeling as I, i'm not seeing two more touchdowns in mo alley cox's future josh tight end who are you starting who are you sitting john i'm starting david and joku the joker <laughs> uh, <laughs> You always uh, got something going up against the Chargers. <laughs> uh, you know, I think they're going to have to spread the ball around to keep up with the Chargers in that game. So I like him. Uh, I'm sitting Irv Smith Jr. against Chicago. Mm-hmm. Just think they're going to be able to run the ball, and uh, that's all they're going to do to uh, win that game. So I don't like the targets he's probably going to get uh, going up against Chicago. Yeah, I like it. Alex? I'm starting Zach Ertz against his former mates in, of Philadelphia. And how how much of a fool do you think he thinks right in that right now? Last year when Arizona started really hot and looked like uh, maybe even a Super Bowl favorite, and then that fell off a cliff. Yeah. And now Philly looks very good. But I think we'll have a nice afternoon. Uh, I'm sitting Dawson Knox against Pittsburgh because why not? Yeah, Dawson Knox, yeah, it's just hasn't gotten a touchdown yet. It's not there, man. High targets, though, last week. Season mm-hmm. high targets was six, but, I mean, it's that big offense, Big offense, it could turn around, but... But, I mean, honestly, no one... Stefan Diggs hasn't really looked that great in the last couple. Yeah. Gabe Davis is not the guy who I think people think yeah. they are. Yeah, Gabe Davis has been... If, I you, mean, if you bet on Gabe Davis, it's not looking good yet. Well, but, again, I mean, you're good looking offense, at, it's going to score a lot of points. But you're looking at Romeo Dobbs. You're looking at... Like, there's so many guys that are filling that Gabe Davis role, what everyone thought Gabe Davis was going to be doing as scoring-wise. That you were drafting like 10, 11, 12, like in the back end of your draft. Yeah, Gabe David, it's just not there. I mean, the Bills are still winning football games. They just aren't looking as explosive as they did yeah. in the first couple of weeks. But I do think that will turn. Rainy game in Baltimore this last week, too. But no, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, guys, we're going to throw out some defenses here. This week, I am starting. Uh, I'm starting Denver versus Indianapolis. Uh, no Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Matt Ryan, you know, it's just not really not really working. Jim Ursay, I don't know if you guys saw that, but now coach, quarterback, GM, all on the hot seat. Um, so hopefully they're able to turn that around. But uh, I'm not liking them against this Denver defense. They just have no luck with quarterbacks, Indianapolis, yeah. you know? like I mean, and could they Matt, at least get, like, a generational talent once in a while? Yeah, I mean, geez, man. I mean, and, like, maybe don't, like, you know – not not ever treat his arm and make him retire early. Yeah, they just have no luck there. I know, no <laughs> luck. Man for them, no luck at all. <laughs> uh, I'm also starting the Tennessee Titans uh, versus the Commanders. I didn't even do the luck thing on purpose. I just realized that right now. Yeah, it did. Oh, I like. <laughs> I it, didn't though. realize that. I was not trying to make that point. I was obviously referring to it, but I did not realize. I, I was thought doing you did. That's why I repeated yeah, I it. Was I was. The joke was about Andrew but, Luck, but I didn't yeah. even put together. Sorry. Yeah, no, 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 you're fine. Uh, But yeah, I'm starting the Titans versus the Commanders. I'm also starting the Detroit Lions defense, I know, versus the Patriots. I mean, if Bailey Zappi gets the start, you know, and and he didn't look bad against the Packers, but this is the one week, and this is like, this is my entire fantasy reputation is on the line for this one. But I'm plugging in Detroit against this team. I'm sitting 
obviously this should go without saying I'm sitting any defense that's playing the bills until, you know, they prove otherwise, but I'm sitting the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the bills. I'm sitting the Bengals versus the Ravens and I'm sitting the chargers versus the Brownies. Uh, as far as kickers are concerned, gang, if you have kickers, if you like kickers, if you hate kickers, if you don't kicker, um, I'm God starting, I'm starting Brett Maher for Dallas. Um, <laughs> and uh, Will Lutz for New Orleans. I am sitting Eddie Pinheiro for Carolina versus uh, the 49ers. And I'm sitting Nick Folk of the Patriots versus the aforementioned Detroit Lions defense and special teams. Guys, the book, the skin book, the eye just closed. It's like it knows when we're done. I wish you just for one episode mm-hmm. wouldn't say skin book. But it is. It's just the skin book, the skin-covered book. And again, I didn't, like, make it. I found it more. I would say it found me. Yeah, it more materialized. Yeah. Well, because remember, me and Josh, we were, we were in Calcutta, and uh, we were, you know, we won that game of Baccarat, and then all of a sudden, like, we just, like... John, what what happens in a game of Baccarat? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to explain it. What does it look like? I mean, well, while I think about what it is <laughs> and All also right. try to spell it correctly, uh, no, but yeah, the, the book, the eye closes when we're done. This thing knows what we're doing. And it also did make that, it, I don't know if you guys caught that weird sound that it made yeah, a little early. Cackles, yeah, a little bit of a cackle when you close it. Well, remember, it screams when you open it. That's why I opened it before we started recording. And then it kind of moans as you close it. So mm. we're going to close it and now. And it just sort of moaned randomly, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, oh, God. Giselle give you that book? No, Giselle didn't. Uh, maybe she was in witch form. Mm. You know, like in uh, Snow White or whatever, it's like she looks like a ghoulish witch half the time, and then she looks like kind of like not witchy, like she looks like a normal person. Yeah, she uses her witch powers to look like a person. Yeah, Yeah. to look like not like a weird crooked nose like witch Mm -hmm. who feeds you poison apples. Poison arrows. Uh, Well, guys. (laughs) That's other thing. What what else is poison? (laughs) I mean, Baccarat. That game of Baccarat that me and Darts. Poison frogs. That me and Josh won fair and square versus Alex in Calcutta. You're just jealous that you weren't there for it. You weren't there for the origin story of the skin book. I'm mad that you stabbed me in Calcutta and let me left me for dead. Well, it needed to be had. It needed to be done. You were getting too big for your britches. It was time to knock you down a peg by stabbing you. Because <laughs> we know how much you hate going to the doctor. I was more worried. I was like, man, you're like, you need to go get get tested. <laughs> I got. I had a couple snake bite treatments and I was fine. <laughs> I don't know what you need to get tested for. I'll, I'll let the audience's imagination run wild with that one. Nobody's still listening. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alex, uh, we've got your picks. Uh, this is your time, baby. Let's just get right to it. Take uh, it away. <laughs> Let's do this thing. Uh, tomorrow, in a game that I could not imagine being more exciting in the world than Indianapolis at Denver, um... These teams are just dog shit to watch. Uh, I'll pick Indiana. And I'll pick Denver at home. Um, the London game Sunday morning from uh, merry old London. I'll pick the Packers over the Giants. Uh, pip, pip cheerio. Indeed. What? Whoa! Did we just did we just accidentally transport to London? I think we did. Is this the Christmas Carol? Evening, Governor. Um, <laughs> Sunday night, I will take Cincinnati and Baltimore uh, for a minor upset. Monday night, I'll take the Chiefs obviously over the Raiders. And my little gambling pick of the week, I'm gonna say Cleveland as a home underdog, uh, plus two and a half against the Los Angeles Clippers or Chargers or however you want to say it. I believe they're called the Chargers. Also, we need to definitely remember to close the window when we record. I heard like an old, like a 19th century, like Cockney boy talking about Christmas or something. So just make sure we close that window uh, from here on out. I don't like you being interrupted when you're giving your pick. Thanks, John. You're welcome. You're you're too much of a professional. I want to see. I didn't want to say it, but I'm glad you did. I mean, it it's needs to happen. Needs to happen. Well, guys. Uh, Obviously, you know, we're we're doing, you know, it's it's the Broncos. It's the Colts. Obviously, we're doing the Broncos. It's the Broncos, <laughs> it's the Colts. Uh we've got you know, we've got a little uh trivia for you guys. We're we're going back in time. We're going back into the into the wagon of time. 
the Denver Broncos pulled wagon because horses pull wagon. Don't. No, come on, man. I hate the Broncos. Go ahead. I know, no, you love the Broncos. Who's you, who do you say you like better, the Colts or the Broncos? I guess the Colts, but I don't really care for either horse team. Well, it's one horse team. It's a horse fight. It's a horse fight. Horse fight. <laughs> Dude, I love horse fights. About horse that. boxing. Well, Alex, <laughs> since you hate them so much, I'm going to start with you. Uh, Alex, uh, in 2004, the Denver Broncos made a trade for a guy named Champ Bailey, a uh, Pro Bowl cornerback, now Hall of Fame cornerback. Uh, Alex, who did they trade to Washington for Champ Bailey. What player was that? Was it Lavernius Coles, Mike Anderson, Rod Smith, or Clinton Portis? Um, Clinton Portis. It was Clinton Portis. That's one point for Alex. Josh. Oh, Josh. Early hole here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, early hole. <laughs> Just like the way you know, the season's starting off. It's, it's always got to go this way. Yep. Uh, Josh, what team originally <laughs> drafted John Elway? Was it the Boston Patriots? The Chicago Bears, the Baltimore Colts, or the Denver Broncos? Uh, I'll say the Baltimore Colts. It was the ball. I was trying to <laughs> trick you there. I wasn't sure. Yeah. There are some. Sometimes you know sh- you know stuff, and then sometimes you miss the easy uh, yeah. ones, man. Um, Alex, who was the first Denver Broncos quarterback to finish a season minimum of two hundred passes with a passer rating higher than one hundred? Was it John Elway? Was it Jake Plummer? Was it Brian Greasy or was it Gus Farratt? Jake Plummer. Close. It was Brian Greasy in the year 2000. Mm-hmm. That gre- the Greasemeister, as we all like to call him. Uh, I know Josh had called him that on a time. He played a whole season. <laughs> I know, right? He did because he played for the Bears. Yeah, he was all over. Yeah. Um, Josh, mm-hmm. in what round of the 1995 draft did the Denver Broncos select running back Terrell Davis. Was it the first round, second round, fifth round, or sixth round? I will say the fifth round. You're one off. It was the sixth round of the draft. Uh, I knew it was late. Mm-hmm. Obviously got the MVP, you know, won an MVP award, couple Super Bowls uh, before that knee injury took his, took his career out. 196 overall pick. Um, guys, we're tied, and you know what? I've had so much fun doing the last couple of trivias that you'd be surprised at how many quarterbacks <laughs> have started. These teams are a little bit better, obviously, with the Colts and with the Broncos. Obviously, you know, that you had some since the year 2000. It's been a little bit more, but since the year 2000, the Broncos have had quite a few starting quarterbacks. Alex, can you name me a quarterback that has played a game for the Denver Broncos? It's a tiebreaker since the year 2000. Peyton Manning. Josh? Uh, uh, Jake Cutler. Tim Tebow. Trevor Simeon. Everyone loves that deep breath right in the microphone. Trevor Simeon. Alex? Brock Osweiler. Man, you guys are doing better with this Um, one than I thought you would. uh, Oh, man. Hang on. Uh Uh-oh. A... did, did somebody say Drew Locke? Did he say Drew Locke? No, no one said okay. Drew Locke. No one said Russell Wilson. Nope, I was going to say, if someone had to say Mr. Unlimited at some point. Um, you want a bite of my sandwich? <laughs> no, I'm good. No, thanks. <laughs> it's pretty spicy. Ooh, be careful. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> We're going to keep talking like Russell Wilson until you, until you say an answer. Ooh, these banana peppers. Have you anything making... weird before? Uh, no, that's, that's too weird. Oh, man. Um... I know who he, he five was traded to Seattle with Drew Locke. Uh, Ooh, sorry, Josh. That's five seconds. Alex takes the Teddy victory. Bridgewater. Uh, Teddy, two gloves. Um, you were thinking of Noah Fant, uh, who oh. was traded to Drew Locke. He was a tight end. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Case okay, Keenum, uh, Paxton Lynch, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, Brett Ripon. Um, oh, the Ripper. Yeah, uh, you're also uh, Jeff Driscoll. Uh, one that we also would have accepted, Philip Lindsay. I don't know if you guys remember in the COVID uh, season of 2020. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe Hamler uh, ended up playing most of the game, but Philip Lindsay did take the first oh. snap at quarterback, meaning he was technically the starting quarterback of that football starting game. Steve Berline, Danny Cannell, uh, some other guys, some fun guys on there. Gus Farratt, who I uh, mentioned mm. earlier. Yeah, some fun names on that list. <laughs> we all but love. Plummer never played in the 2000s. 
but Greasy would have. Greasy would have counted. Jake Plummer did play in the 2000s. He, he's oh. Jake Plummer started his career with Arizona in the yeah. 90s. But... I had more to go. I mean, I had plenty to go. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Orton, Chris Sims. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Plummer played from, yeah, he was their starter from 2004 to 2006. And then they drafted Cutler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, guys, that will do it. That will do it for us today. Um, as always, we'd like to thank uh, Jack Hotel uh, for our amazing theme song. You can find them on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you get your music. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at the FFCast. Uh, every week, we're still doing starts and sits. Jump on in if you need uh, someone just to tell you uh, your roster's good. If you need someone to console you for your shitty roster. If you just need someone to tell you that yeah, you're, mate, you're doing the right thing. Trust your gut. Come on, join us on Twitter. It'll be fun. Um, Josh, Alex, as always. Thank great you, time, John. John. It's always great. It's always full. We've been really giggly the past two as well. Yeah. yeah. We check on that gas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll check on it. Ne- I'll check on it definitely before next Wednesday. Uh, well, guys, as always, uh, keep on fantasying. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.